Open the pod bay doors, Hal. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Listen to them. Children of the night. What music they What an excellent day for an exorcism. You wouldn't be able to do these awful things to me if I weren't still in this chair. But you are, Blanche. You are in that chair. Who's in the box? Put the gun down, baby. Oh, what's in the box? Give me the what's gun. in the box? Give me the gun. Wolves have a territorial range of about 300 miles, and they can range of 30. If we're close to their den, and if we're within that radius, then they'll come after us. Well, how can we tell if we're close? We can't. What in God's name are you talking about? Yes, sir, Mr. Thornton. The son of the devil. He must die, Mr. Thorne. You do not want to go that way. What's that way? Officer, sir. You do not want to go that way. We're going to the mall. Hello, Dexter Morgan. Hello, welcome once again to Dark Discussion, your place for the discussion of horror film, fiction, and all that's fantastic. I am one of your co-hosts, Philip, from the state of New Hampshire in the U.S. of A., and with me in the state of Michigan. This is Eric. Eric, how are you, sir? I am well. Excellent. And in the state of New York? Hi, this is Mike. Mike, how are you, sir? I am fine, Phil. How are you? Doing all right. And in the Commonwealth of Virginia? Hey, this is Barrett. Barrett, how are you? I'm good. Excellent. Uh, for folks who are curious, today is October 5th, 2023, that we're recording this, because some of our listeners, like Pam, are always curious when we record our episodes, because sometimes they do not come out immediately after they're recorded, even though this one should come out uh, as uh, next week's episode. Um, who are we? Dark Discussions Podcast is part of the Dark Discussions News Network, which is www.darkdiscussions.com. Basically, what we do here on this podcast is talk about films, so horror, sci-fi, fantasy, thrillers, techno thrillers, mysteries, grindhouse, outhouse, midnight movies, foreign language films, drive-in films, cult films, and the like. Basically, we try to talk intelligently about a genre that deserves intelligence. Uh, Also, uh, we do have a a couple of things that are going on. Uh, We need your support. Uh, Basically, we have a free... something else I can help with? Damn you, Sarah. (laughs) Uh, She said, I won't respond to that when I said, damn you. (laughs) Anyway, so uh, basically uh, what we need from you folks here on the Dark Discussions uh, podcast is emails. Just type in the the subject, conjuring. And what this means is you can win a brand new free copy donated to you by the Dark Discussions podcast of The Conjuring, unopened, brand new, that uh, we have just recently uh, received, and uh, we're giving it out as a prize. To win this uh, Blu-ray, what you're going to do is email us in the subject, Conjuring, and then you are, what is it, Eric? Uh, What are they supposed to write in the, the email? They are going to give us a suggestion for a Halloween watch with the conditions that it is not trick-or-treat, and it is not part of a franchise. That's right. So, what does that mean? Uh, it can be any obscure horror film that is readily don't available. Give, don't, don't give a suggestion. Right, right. I'm not. I'm not. I, but, well, I'll say a couple of examples because we've already done it. So, it can't, you know, like, like uh, Pumpkinhead or... 
Trick or Treat with Samheim in it. Uh, those, those would be both uh, of which we've uh, already done episodes on. So yes, those would be perfect. Bad. Those would be perfect examples. Had we not, what if they're uh, one of the episode. early episodes that's not on, uploaded, so they don't know that we've done them? <laughs> should be right about that. Yeah, Mike got you. <laughs> Yeah, you're saying. Well, either way, uh, you can you can uh, send an email in, and you can list multiple f- flicks. It doesn't matter. Um, that the receipt of the email will be your entry into the contest. We're yep. not picking on the quality of the suggestions. Just that you participate, and we'll pull somebody at random. That's right. And the winner will get a uh, not only have our uh, episode on one of the films that you suggest that are Halloween related. Oh, seasonally related, but you would also win the Conjuring Blu-ray. Uh, so uh, that's uh, what we need from you. Uh, also, uh, we will have, by the time you hear this, on the Facebook group, Dark Discussions Podcast Facebook group, a list of, I think it's 20, or no, 16, yeah, 20 films, 20 films, I believe, uh, for our 600th anniversary, and you can pick uh, which film you would like us to review, and the film that uh, has the highest number of votes is the film that we will do for the 600th episode, and all 20 films are fairly uh, popular slash classic horror films that we regularly do not do because uh, most podcasts have done it, but when we do our uh, special episodes, like every 50th or 100th episode, we we, uh, do a, a bigger film. Uh, for uh, your enjoyment. Um, all right, so uh, go to Dark Discussions Podcast Facebook group and vote, and send in emails to uh, darkdiscussions at aol.com with conjuring in the subject. Make sure conjuring is in the subject, otherwise we will not be able to find your email because we get dozens of emails from uh, production companies that send us screeners, and um, it'll just get mixed in with all of them. And, and uh, if we have the word conjuring, we can type conjuring in the search for email and it'll it'll all pop up and we'll have all those emails. All right, sounds good. So uh Eric, what else can people find on www.darkdiscussions.com? Well, they can find a link to our Patreon account. Everybody knows the deal with Patreon by now. You can give us money that way. Go to patreon.com slash dark discussions or click on the badge on any page of darkdiscussions.com. For every five dollars a month that you care to donate, you'll have the opportunity to to suggest a title for us to possibly do an episode on. Uh, we take all these submissions and draw one at random on a quarterly basis, and I believe we're doing that tonight. Is that right, Phil? That is true. That is true. Because uh, we, we pull every quarter of the year. So January, the first podcast in January, the first podcast in April, the first podcast in if people don't uh, know what a quarter is, yeah. they don't deserve yeah. to participate. That, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. So uh, tonight we uh, are going to pull one now. So uh, Mike has the randomizer up. I have the spreadsheet up. Uh, Mike, uh, could you uh, press the randomizer and give me the number, and I'll pull the, the film based off of that number. Well, we need some anticipation building, don't we? Nah. No drum roll. There was a drum, drum, drum drop, and the result is number 238. 238. All right. That is uh, right here. Uh, that is the film 
Digging up the marrow. Uh, the green film, I believe, right? That's the green Didn't film. Didn't we already do yes. that? We no. never did that one. No. Really? Okay. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, I watched it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I have never seen it. I, I did see him in person just a week ago uh, at, at a convention, uh, and he thought I was going to talk to him, but I didn't want to because I didn't want to spend money. And um, But I pointed him out to my, my kids because he used to be a, uh, a uh, uh, camp uh, you know, one of those people that, that work at camps. He was working at the Jewish Counselor? camp. Down to, yeah, Castle. That's the word I'm looking for. Like, like in, in Friday's 13th. I was going yeah. with Molester. Yeah, him and Eli Roth both worked in uh, the Jewish camp down the street from where I live uh, when they were younger. And so uh, uh, I was going to mention it to him, but then he would think I would want to buy something from him, so I didn't bother. But anyway, um, I didn't get to see him in person. So, yes, Digging Up the Marrow. I know, Mike, you kind of liked that film back when it first came out. So that was a Michelle Barkley pick. Michelle Barkley. Woohoo! One of our. Uh, Thank you, Michelle. Long time listeners that uh, used to be active on face, uh, Facebook and social media, but as, as, uh, as sometimes happens. Uh, that can wane a little bit. But you actually talked to her recently, Eric, I heard. Yeah, she's doing well. Excellent. Good to hear it. Good to yeah. hear it. Um, and by the way, Michelle did a wonderful thing in that she picked a movie that is readily available for us to do. <laughs> that, that does help. help. And it's been around long enough that it's not only readily available, it's cheap. If you don't Sweet. happen to already own it, you can probably find a DVD copy for a buck ninety-nine. I'm sure. Um, that would be my guess. Yeah, what it may actually be DVD. You speak of. Mm. Yeah, it's out of date. Do you still have your disc subscription through Netflix? No, they just they just folded they that it. a couple of months ago. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they All said right, they so were going to send out those DVDs to to people like longtime subscribers. I figured that was pretty much meant you were going to get them all. Well, it also said if you had any, you could just keep them, the ones that you that were. Well, and I also canceled my subscription years ago, so. Yeah, oh. I, remember, I remember the day Eric did that because he announced it on the podcast. It was, it was a sad day. Yeah, yeah. I will say um, there was a sad day recently. I, I, I mentioned it offline, but I didn't really mention it on the podcast. But uh, September 30th was the last day of Stitcher. It was, I was devastated. They, they, Stitcher, was bought, Stitcher was bought out by Well, it still Radio. exists, right? They just made it suck? No. Well, yeah, what happened is it, Stitcher was bought out, and it was absorbed, and the name's gone, and and it's all iHeartRadio now. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So iHeartRadio. I think Radio, maybe they could rebrand it, you know, something like, I don't know, X. Just. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea why. Uh, what what they they did by buying it out though because I mean I mean because everything that was on the yeah that's possible and plus maybe there's some software stuff they wanted too because their sister software was pretty good actually so driver database yeah they yeah. did screw it up though this past year because it used to be they were trying to turn it into a podcast hosting site not just a podcast uh, playing site so in other words you could post all your podcasts there and build a podcast there and all that other stuff. And when they did that, that kind of sucked. Um, so, yeah. But either way, uh, it's gone now. It's iHeartRadio. Um, all right. So uh, that's pretty much our uh, our uh, house cleaning for the night. Uh, so congratulations to Michelle Barney for digging 
up the marrow or whatever it was called. Uh, but yeah, we'll try to get to that soon enough. We have a, a few others in the backlog as well, but we, we'll get to some, uh, maybe November, because November may be a dry month, I'm not sure, uh, for films. Um, all right, so that's pretty much uh, the house cleaning there. Uh, we, once again, we do have an email at darkdiscussions at AOL.com. Uh, if you just want to email the podcast itself um, to talk about subjects or one of our episodes or whatnot, um, Put in the subject DDP, DDP, uh, and then whatever your subject is, because then we can search for DDP, uh, because if you don't, again, it'll get lost. And we'll read your email on the podcast. That's a P is in Pawtucket. That is correct. That is correct. Pawtucket is a um, Native Americans, and they were, uh, there's actually a city in Rhode Island named after them. Uh, and, and actually, a uh, section of uh, the city I grew up in, well, Massachusetts, uh, the Pawtucketville. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's boring stuff. So it's, uh, Eric always has to be the grumpy one, but that's great. All right, so let's get into our topic tonight. So, uh, Eric, uh, what are we going to discuss tonight? Tonight, we are discussing a movie that's currently available for digital rental called You're Killing Me. Actually, it's available on Showtime, too, because that's where I watched it. Oh really? Yeah. Um, I bought it for two ninety nine on Voodoo. All right, now let's see, listen to the trailer. Your dad is on the board at Pinbrook, right? You want me to put in a good word for you, don't you? Someone else already asked you to do that? Yeah, just you and every other scholarship kid at the school. Well, what was that? Um, we're gonna go to a party tonight. And I'll believe you're making me do this. It's all gonna work out. Oh, looks like you could uh, use a partner. You make this cup? I'll make sure my dad writes you that recommendation letter. Authorities have recovered three bodies, and now looks like there's some suspicious activity. Does anybody see my sister? One of you knows something. She locked the door. Shorter, I saw the video with Melissa. Everyone! Get out! No! We're not getting out until we give them that phone. That's why this is going to pull got ten seconds to give me back that phone. They're at Theodore Schroeder. What's going on here? Dad. We're just uh, having a little get-together. Things got out of hand. It's all cool. Everything's no, cool. Everything is definitely not cool, young man. to begin by apologizing to each of you for everything that my son did this evening. I can't let them get away with this. Sorry. Oh, that's so good. I didn't really think I would let you hurt my family, did you? Real weird on Monday. All right, so yes, uh, the film is called You're Killing Me, uh, readily available anywhere VOD is purchasable or rental, and uh, Barrett is correct. Um, it is on Showtime if you subscribe to Showtime. Uh, the film 
came out in 2023, earlier this year, April 7th, uh, distributed by Quiver Distribution. I believe it is um, the last film that Anne Hesch starred in uh, for her untimely passing. Uh, the film is directed by Beth Hanner and Jaron Lauder, written by Walker Hare and Brad Marticello. Uh, the film... Um, doesn't say anything about a theatrical release, uh, but uh, it does have seven reviews, all, only seven reviews on Rotten Tomatoes for an 86% uh, rating, which interestingly uh, is who, for the audience, which is much larger than the seven, the audience reviews are exactly the same at 86%. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, it also, uh, the stars, I'm sorry, we forgot to name some of the people that were in front of the camera. Uh, McKellie Miller, Ann Hesch, Dermot Mulroney, uh, Bryce Anthony Heller, uh, Kayara Milliner, uh, Morgana Van Peebles, Will Dusner, and Jason Warner Smith. Um, so, yes, uh, that's pretty much uh, the background of the film. So I guess we can get into uh, how we heard about this film and what we thought about it. Uh, so uh, let's start with you, Bert. Uh, I heard about this film because you guys were talking about doing it. Um, I liked this film. I wouldn't say it's my favorite of the year, um, but it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. It um, was fun. Pretty much it. All right, sounds good. Uh, yeah, for me, um, I actually found out about it through Apple uh, Movies. Uh, basically, uh, when we were looking for films a couple of weeks ago, uh, I opened up Influencer. Uh, that was a, a film that, that was listed there. And when you open up a film, then it says, if you're interested in this film, you may be interested in these other 20 films. And You're Killing Me, uh, which had a... Um, uh, an attractive woman on the on the cover. I said, "Oh, that looks interesting. I'll take a look." And uh, that's how I found out about it. Well, you know, and um, I actually saw the trailer for it. Um, trailers? Yeah, yeah, I know. But I, I did watch it for that for some reason. But don't apologize for yourself. Fair enough. Fair enough. And uh, it was an interesting thing. Um, the trailer makes it look like it's going to be a horror comedy. Um, so I thought it was going to be a horror comedy, and uh, so I, besides that, that I went in uh, and watched it this morning before work, and it, this is indeed not a horror comedy, a comedy at all. This is a straight uh, horror slash thriller um, and whatnot. Uh, so my thoughts on the film: um, the first hour, uh, I, it, it's nothing original. I'll say that. But the first hour was really, really good. And then it was a little less good. And the ending brought it a little bit back up to good. And then the final part, meaning the very coda, uh, made it uh, just okay again. Uh, but if I take the whole film as a whole, uh, this is a really good film. Uh, and it could be a top ten horror film of the year for me. Um, I enjoyed it a whole lot. Um, I wish they had gone a little differently in certain directions. Uh, I think it could have been better to be even more nihilistic than it turned out to be. 
Um, and, but but all in all, uh, a really good horror film. Uh, don't don't even consider the trailer or what you see of the trailer because it, this is a, a really a, a good horror film about uh, the the worst monster that's out there, which are people. Uh, let's go with you, Eric. Yeah, I heard of this movie because Phil brought it up as a suggestion. Um, I'm probably going to be the lowest on this movie. It didn't really do anything for me. Um, I, I'm, I've certainly seen worse movies, um, but this is just like straight down the line mediocre in my opinion. Nothing, nothing was horrible, but nothing was great either. Um, I saw everything that happened in the movie coming from a mile away. Uh, nothing really surprised me. Uh, I didn't find it that interesting, either the plot or the characters. So it exists, and that's pretty much where I'm at. All right, sounds good. Uh, let's go with you, Mike. Yeah, I uh, heard about this movie by accident because uh, I was told we were doing review. We were going to review it, and that's the first time I'd heard of it and pretty much the last time I'd heard of it. Um, I really had to look to find it because uh, I've, like, I've heard nobody talking about it. I've heard uh, – saw no ads or commercials or anything on Facebook or or, or anything, nothing. Um, so if not for the fact that I was told we're doing it, um, I wouldn't have known that. Uh, I don't know if Eric is going to be the low man on the, the, the tone pole. He might be. I, I'm willing to concede that as a possibility. Uh, I, I There were times I was liking the movie, and then there were things that happened. I went, oh, give me a fucking break. Um, that I've just found stretch credibility a little bit. Uh, I, I think in terms of the characters, uh, I agree with Eric. There was there was no no surprise. Um, the villains all uh, came in with a twisty mustache and they twisted it as much as they could, uh, as often as they could. Um, you know, the the heroes were more or less you know heroic until they were given plenty of reasons not to be. Um, and even then you're still kind of rooting for him because the bad guys are such assholes. And, um, I felt padded. It felt like it took too long to get where it's going. And there wasn't quite enough twists and turns to maintain what's really only like a 90, 95 minute runtime. Cause it's, it is a simple, simple premise and it's not a horrible premise. Although I have issues with the execution which I'm sure we're going to talk about, and you maybe can argue it's nitpicking, but I, I don't know how much of that it is. But uh, um, but at the same time, there were moments I, I genuinely liked. There were things I think the lead villain, yes, is cardboard and cartoonish, but I think he gives a good performance as a villain. I saw him, and I immediately wanted to kick him down a flight of steps. Um, I think that that's that's a, that's a sign you did your villain role pretty well. I thought the lead actress was pretty good. Um, some of the other roles, eh, not so much. Uh, I'm, I'm I think it's going to be a little weird if this is the last film in Anne Hitch's uh, filmography. Uh, it's weird because I, I I just look. I didn't realize she had died only a year ago. Uh, feels like it's been a lot longer to me. So. But anyway, so it's it's yeah, it's not it's not Skinnamarink. I mean, I think that's pretty safely the worst film of uh, of the year, and 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 for me, probably of the life of this podcast, which is not inconsiderable. Um, 
you know, and I also wouldn't say it's a bad film. I also, though, wouldn't say that I would watch it over anything else unless you happen to be a big fan of Anne Hayes or Dermot uh, uh, Mulroney. I just... Uh, and by the way, so, if you're going to choose an Anne Hayes post-mortem released film, I would suggest Supercell on Hulu. All right, sounds good. Did you say Supercell? Supercell. It's a tornado movie. Okay. I'm just, I just want to make sure I heard you correctly. Uh, anything else, uh, Mike? Well, that's why we have the podcast, so. All right, so that's it. Uh, all right, so it uh, seems like uh, there's a wide range of opinions of this film. Uh, it appears that I may have liked this film the most, um, and it seems that um, uh, Eric may have liked the film the least, but uh, uh, I think all four of us are in different spots when it comes to the film, and though we all do agree that there is some flaws uh, with with the film, though uh, um, I, I really liked it a lot, uh, even with some issues uh, that occurred uh, later in the film. Um, all right, so uh, with that, uh, Eric, uh, do we have a uh, wiki? Wiki, wiki. Um, <laughs> wow, okay, this isn't even like a proper sentence. Here we go. Follows Eden, who goes to a coveted heaven and hell <laughs> party. <laughs> Hoping to get a letter of recommendation to the elite, an elite university from the wealthy parents of her classmate. But the party quickly turns into a fight for her life. Good God, whoever wrote that needs to go back to school. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Give me a headache just listening. Or, to or, or they shouldn't go back to school at all because obviously their school was a failure. So, yeah, different school. Um, all right. So uh, that's our I am, I mean, our, our wiki, we'll say, um, for Your Killing Me, uh, a 2023 film. So, uh, what we do here on uh, the Dark Discussions Podcast, uh, basically, what we do here on the Dark Discussions Podcast for our new listeners, or our old for that matter, is we not only review the film as we just did, but we also critique and dissect the film as well. So what does that mean? Well, basically, uh, in the next moment, after this uh, mini monologue, uh, we'll just talk about general things. So uh, things that may be related to these type of films, high school horror films, uh, thrillers, the, the, the idea of how a movie poster and the trailer make it appear as if it's going to be a horror comedy or, or a teen horror film when this really isn't. Uh, you know, it's just things that are general that don't spoil the film. But then, at a point, we'll throw up a spoiler alert, and at that point, we will talk about everything and anything related to the film and its plot. Uh, basically, we try to dissect and critique, uh, discuss uh, things that may be related to a real-world issues that maybe the director or the writers or the producers are trying to say uh, within uh, the film and the script and, and those things. Um, and yet, if you haven't seen the film, uh, you, you will have been warned and you can uh, shut the podcast off, go to Showtime or wherever you go uh, rent or buy your VODs or even if there's a discount for it, uh, watch it and then come back and listen to the rest of the podcast. But again, before we do that, we, we talk about general stuff. On the uh, the horror comedy front, um, I think when you're in the name of your film, 
is 75% of a meme. Um, that, that, that's, that's make, that's going to make it really easy for people to jump to the conclusion, uh, because I just can't help but hear the the rest of the meme in my head anytime you say the title. Right. And Mike, for folks who don't know that meme, what is the full meme? You're Killing Me Smalls from Sandlot. Um, Yep. (laughs) Yeah. So. Right. So, um, yeah, so. Now we're, we'll just talk about general stuff, and yeah, so let's start. Let's continue with that thing. So yeah, the poster is kind of interesting. It's it's like a, as I mentioned during my review that uh, there's an attractive woman uh, holding an axe with blood on the axe, and she's wearing angel wings. Um, and so it kind of you know is a a humorous type of a poster. And then as I said, the the um, trailer is is really a uh, tongue in cheek where they grab the, the minor comedy moments in the film, and there's not many, um, and, and make the whole trailer look like it's some teen, teen comedy with with a home invasion or something. And so it's completely mismarketed. Um, and as Mike mentioned, the, the title as well, You're Killing Me, you know, that's um, obviously a meme and, and kind of a silly title for a horror film too. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we've talked about this many times where films are always marketed wrongly um, for whatever reasons. You know, uh, what's the the big one with uh, uh, Joel Edgerton in it? Uh, it Comes at Night. You know, that one everybody thought was supposed to be a zombie film, and it wasn't, and everybody was pissed. So this one here, it looks like it's a horror comedy, and when I was began watching, I was actually horrified that it wasn't, and it horrified in, in a good way. But, I mean, if someone... You know, if I had put this on for someone that thought it was going to be funny and then it's like bloods and guts and all this other stuff, they would have been horrified. Never mind uh, innuendo of what the crime was before we actually find out what the crime was. Yeah, that's uh, kind of like the fifth element. When I went to see that way back in the day when it came out, they were showing previews that made it look hard sci-fi and it turned into a comedy. And I totally didn't enjoy it when I saw it at the theater. I enjoy it now for what it is, but it was not what I expected. Sure, sure. Yeah, I, I would concur. That was the one I left the theater hating that film, um, and uh, because it was marketed completely wrong. But again, nowadays I, I do like it because I was thinking it was going to be another Blade Runner or yeah, uh, Heavy yeah. Metal or something like that. You know, um, so you know, and some people say that issues with like Dusk to Dawn was was kind of mismarketed at one point too. Um, Anybody else have any comments on that or, or want to bring up other general stuff related to uh, this film? Yeah, well, Skin and was terribly marketed. It was, one, supposed to be not bad, and it was awful. And two, it was, and two they, they just marketed it, and that was a bad idea, too, because that meant people... Uh, well, I will say about this movie <laughs> that um, really one of the only, the only positive things I have to say about this movie is that I was absolutely positive that we were going to see a sexual assault and we did not. Um, and that may have only been because a character got interrupted, but still it didn't happen. And I was grateful because I thought for sure that was going to happen. Yeah. I'm glad we didn't see that too. Well, that that's a fair point, Eric, because uh, that was what I was talking about. Uh, what the crime was and what it really was. And, and they, they made us believe that intentionally at the beginning, that it was probably going to be that. And and so I thought the film would be 
even darker than, than it was going to be. And this one was pretty dark no matter what. But, um, yeah, that was a pretty creepy scene where there was a, a girl that was the, um, under the influence and passed out, and this, this boy that she was kind of friendly with, if not great friends with, but somewhat friendly with, um, laid next to her. Yeah, yeah, they were getting along. And they, they took, he took pictures of her and him next to each other, um, even it, without it, touching her. He didn't really touch her, though. So, but it, the question is, would it have gone that way if uh, someone didn't uh, interrupt him? Uh, I'm not quite sure it would have gone that way, but either way, it was still kind of creepy because it was pictures of somebody without their knowledge and I'm not and we're not talking about in a mall or at a convention mm-hmm. or on the street. We're talking about passed out on a bed. Oh it's creepy for sure. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um so yeah, you're right, Ark. So that that was uh I thought where they were going and I think that was intentional. I think that was really intentional, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so but yeah I, I will say that going. I, I was kind of expecting more from the film in terms I thought it might go bigger than it did in terms of what the big secret was and I, I don't know I just didn't find the and I don't know when to get there uh, but like I said so I wasn't necessarily expecting sexual assault although certainly that I wasn't not expecting it either um, I just expecting something bigger and far more sinister going on and what we ended up getting is was kind of mundane and that's that's not necessarily a bad thing uh, but Again, I think it needed to do something to make it stand out in a way. Yeah. And I don't know that the, the 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 crime that's dealt with here or whatever you want to call it, um uh I, I just I just found not not terribly uh exciting. If that makes any sense. Sure. No, I get it. Yeah. Uh, also, I totally also, get that. Also, I thought maybe they were going to go elsewhere, too. I thought it was going to be, like, a misunderstanding, like, bodies, 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 that film from 2022, um, where um, what was the quote-unquote crime wasn't going to even be a crime at all. It was going to be something like... Uh, uh, An accident. The, the, or, 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 you know, we're going to find out that what she was looking at wasn't even the, the thing they were trying to hide. They were trying to hide maybe they were gay lovers or something like that, and they were going to, they oh, my God, we don't want people to know that we're gay. Or, you know, so I thought they were going to go something like that, and that whole video she saw was just going to be a red herring, too. So I was thinking, maybe they're going to go that way, too. And and they they didn't. And it was, as you said, Mike, it was kind of mundane. And, and thank God it wasn't a sexual assault, but... It was still uh, a horrible crime. It's just that it was a horrible crime that we've seen in hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of films. It's just that um, in this one, they were trying to trick us to think it was going to be something else. And then when it's revealed, it's exactly what I guess you, Eric, probably figured out it was going to be once we we Mm -hmm. didn't figure it out. It wasn't going to be the... Uh, act of sexual assault. Now, I wasn't even talking about that part of the movie when I was referencing sexual assault. I was talking about it in the bedroom at the party. Sure, 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 yeah. sure. Yeah, no, and that's true too. But based off of what happened in the bedroom, it made me think, okay, this other girl who's missing. No, I got gotcha. you. 
it, it, that was the same type of crime that I, I can found. understand drawing that line. Yeah. 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 So that's what that's where I thought it was going to go. But then somewhere in the middle, I was just thinking that it was going to be a red herring and it was going to be something about the, the boys had done something else and they didn't want to get have, have themselves be uh, caught having done it, and it wasn't even going to be a crime. Like, mm-hmm. said, you know, like uh, they cheated on their girlfriend or something stupid that made them freak. Um, so, it kind of reminded me, what's the name of that movie we saw with um, that Daddario, uh, We Are the Darkness or something like that? Mm-hmm. Just kind of that trapped inside trying to get out feel to it. Right, right. And, and I can actually say um, – my Taylor Swift reference here because her brother starred in that. Yeah, yeah I knew we were going to bring you, man. I'm so sick of that bitch. Jesus. <laughs> oh my God, that's ruining terrible. football now. That's a terrible thing to say. Well, now I, I have a reason to root for her. Uh, you. Um, but anyway, um, back to this film here. Uh, but yeah, I, I can see some, some, some of that too, Barrett. Um, and and, uh, and that, that one even had a little bit of misunderstanding as well too I felt um, and twists where who really was the villain and whatnot. Um, so a lot of other things that this film had too that was um, I felt was even though it was a horror film I think it was was about class struggle and privilege and uh, things like um, uh, yeah there, people, there are other movies that I think are better I'll Recommend them after spoiler flag. Sure, sure, that's fair. And and also, uh, people have become who they are based off of the families they live with or the the type of parents they have. Uh, because there's a couple of scenes like uh, Gooch, his character when he's talking to um, Zara, says um, says to uh, Zara, he says he says that. His father says he's stupid and all these other things, and it's like, you know. No, so I, I felt bad for him in that particular moment, and then he ruined it. Well, yeah, yeah it, well, but see, this is where I think we get one of my problems with the film is that now, first of all, you have the character Gooch. Uh, the best thing about him being that he's a uh, a different strokes reference, um, if I remember correctly, right? Wasn't that the name of Arnold's bully in Different Strokes? Was the Gooch? I think so. Uh, I, I think you remember right. Different Strokes that well. Um. Same anyway, same. um, we we. We start out, and when we're introduced to Gooch, we're not long after we're introduced to Gooch. He tells us that he's a screw-up, and his dad doesn't like him because he's a screw-up. And then he proceeds to show us he's a screw-up. And through the rest of the film, he's a screw-up. And there is there ends up being no other thing to him other than being a screw-up. Most of the time in a film, when you introduce a character as a screw-up, um, you try to they end up having often like that one redeeming moment, like, oh, look, he's, he ends up, and I know I'm spoiling here, but, oh, look, he ends up saving the girls in the end, and really not being that bad a guy, he was, you know, it's okay, um, but nope, nope, he is, he is entirely what he's portrayed to be. He does have one moment where he tells the guy no, that was about it. Yeah. Probably the best thing this movie does is uh, just provide a public service by warning everybody that guys named Barrett are horrible. They are, I know, the biggest douches ever. (laughs) But see, I don't know. I don't even know that that was necessary. I mean, it's like telling everybody the rain is wet. Uh, Oh, shots fired. So true. 
Um, well, well, I think it was interesting that they kind of saved that for the end of the film just to reveal the name. Like that's the big twist. He's <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, his name isn't Schroeder. I thought he was the guy from Charlie Brown. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah, I, that it, and I was like, that just fucking figures. <laughs> or, or, you know, all the rest of us figured. Uh, but but yeah, either, either way, it was. Um, yeah, I see your point, Mike. Where you know, you know, it's making us try to feel sorry for certain individuals, and even at, at a point, they were trying to make us even feel sorry for Barrett, if if being sorry for a Barrett is possible. <laughs> um, but I'm just kidding. But um, the, but again, they they go back to their original nature of a fuck up or a jerk. Or and, and Kendra is the other one, the, the other of the three, uh, are just dinks. And and actually, I don't think she had any redeeming moment. At least the other two, they had those moments where you can see, okay, they're screwed up because of their parents. Um, but they go back to being dinks. And and again, you can still say, you know, they probably wouldn't have been dinks if they had grown up in a different family or whatnot. But you know, it, it's still hard, tough to to feel sorry for you them based off of how it why they're dink, but they're dink. Yeah, yeah, exactly. At, exactly. at some point, and it's, you know, these are seniors in high school, if I remember correctly, because they're yeah. all talking about college. And uh, I mean, uh, that there's a chance, what's, but there's a chance that if they're talking college, it could be like near the end of the junior year. Uh, but right. you know, high school seniors, they're they're by this point, they're they're just dinks, and uh, we're past the point of trying to figure out why they're dinks. They're they're just going to be dicks for for the rest of their lives now because whatever chance they had of not being dicks has been been beaten out of them. Well, and to be frank, our lead is kind of an ink too because as yeah. as as much of a jerk as oh, yeah. is, um, he calls her out on using him to get a recommendation for college, and he's absolutely right about that. Yep. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a fair point. And she yeah, does both. look embarrassed when he figures that out. You know, when he states right. that. Right. Well, he's not. I mean, he doesn't even have to figure it out because so many people right. have done it. And, that's why I changed you know, what I was saying. Yeah, yeah, and that's why. Um, like, there's a good example. If you wanted to do something about um, maybe giving some, and we've seen this in, in other films. I'm not saying it's stunningly original. I'm just cribbing from other other films. You want to give him some depth, you know? Give him the depth of a guy who's just, you know, he's got a a powerful father, and anybody, all anybody wants is to use him, and. You know, he's fucking sick and tired of the fact that he doesn't, like, have any uh, real friends in the school. That, you know, that they all, you know, it's, it's something like that at least would give him something, you know. Um, but even, you know, he even when she tries to use him, he's just been used so much or had so many people. He just, nah, don't, don't, don't care. Um, he's not outraged. He's not upset over it. He's not disappointed in her. Um Maybe they could have done some something with that to give him a little depth. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think it's great writing on my part. I'm just saying it's it's something something to give him depth. Sure, sure. Yeah, and that's a fair point that you bring that up because every character, even the ones that are quote unquote the good characters, all have major flaws to show that they're all users and are able to be bought and sold too. So that's a fair point uh, because yeah, she's trying to use him. Uh, Zara, when she gets drunk, she just starts mouthing off, 
at how she hates all these people and like she doesn't even know any of them except for the, you know the, the Gooch and, and Barrett and Kendra and and I don't know it, you know it's it's just yeah it's it's kind of tough to or, you know there was there was a moment that happens with uh, it, was it Zara was Zara the the villain's girlfriend uh, no that's Kendra. Zara oh, is okay. her. Okay. Zara is Eden's. Eden, who's the lead girl. Zara is her friend. Okay, so Kendra, there's a there's a moment of I thought, and we'll get to it because it would be a spoiler. Um, where I think Shorter Barrett showed a, a genuine moment of uh, of caring for for her, and there's something that they had developed a relationship. Um, a little bit instead of just the fact that they like to villain together. Um, <laughs> added some depth, <laughs> right? So it's something like she's the only person who liked me for me and not for you know who my dad was. Um, again, very very shallow writing on my part, but I'm just saying it's 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 a it's a thing. It's a thought. I like you uh, verbing villain. That's nice. No, no, no. That's fair. That's fair. Um. So yeah, yeah. The, the, this is oddly, I brought up the movie Bodies, 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 and all the characters in that movie kind of sucked, uh, much worse, worse in some ways than, than the, this one here. But but they, um, the good the good characters in in both were flaw, big flaws as well. Um, so yeah, well, Bodies, of, Bodies, Bodies. I got the sense that we were supposed to not like the characters. Anybody, and yeah, yeah. And I don't quite get that sense here. I get the sense that we were supposed to like uh, Eden, Eden, Sarah, for sure. and, and, and the father. And actually, the father is the only one I, I really think I just like pretty much traditionally. Yeah, 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 we concur. Yep. So, yeah, yeah. And, and uh, uh, but yeah, even even Sarah and the father, they, they tried to make them look a little shallow at points. Because the father could get a big contract uh, for his company that he owned, and Zara um, uh, just wanted to was looking out for herself at, at, at many points in the film, and didn't care about uh, any crime that had occurred. Never mind the fact that she could get a large uh, um, addition to her free scholarship to the college. Well, I don't know. There's there's a moment where. I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about it later. The moment of hers and whether I thought that was justified or not. Yeah, I think we need to throw up the spoiler yeah. fact. It's prohibiting our conversation at this point. Yeah, that's fair. All right. So uh, at this point, we're going to throw up the spoiler and we'll talk about everything and anything related to the film. Uh, if you uh, want to uh, go and watch the film prior to us talking, uh, as of October 5th, 2023, it's available on Showtime if you subscribe to that or Paramount Plus Plus Showtime. And then uh, you can rent it or purchase it pretty much anywhere. So uh, let's call the call it. Spoiler alert is up. And we can talk about everything and anything. Cool. All right. So there we go. Um, first thing I want to do is throw out a recommendation of a movie that I think, in my opinion, is a much better version of what they were trying to do with this movie. Um, and that's, uh, ready or not. Oh yeah. Way better. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, actually, I, I like mean, there, there's better. a supernatural to that element that is not in your killing me, but I think it's a much, much better movie about, uh, class privilege. 
That, that's kind of interesting that you brought that up. That was a trivia question last night uh, in the in trivia that I did. So it was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, I actually like this film better than than Ready or Not. But I'm probably in the minority. And honestly, Ready or Not is a it was a major Hollywood hit. This is you know just the VOD you know throwing the VOD platforms. Uh, no, I think you need to really go back and watch. Yeah, because it's a much superior film. Um, I was I wasn't a huge fan of Ready or Not. I, I liked it. But I, I didn't love it like you guys did. Uh, while this film here, uh, besides the flaws near the end, I was really digging this film big time. Uh, so this, the, so the, it, it's just me. It's just me. I'm not, it is I'm not, just you. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, Almost yeah. literally in this case. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's, that's fine. That's fine. I mean, and I will say another movie that came out this year um, that doesn't quite – I don't don't think it has the same destination of this movie – um, but certainly explores a similar theme would be Infinity Pool. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, uh, and Barrett and I kind of kicked that one around on the Facebook group, I think, or in the chat. Um, somewhere we kicked it around a bit. Um, yeah, and, and we both had issues with that. And I think part of no, it I didn't, that, I didn't love that movie either. But I'm just just pointing out it has a similar theme, and that the rich can do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. Right, and, but I think part of the problem I have with it is that uh, poor people good, rich people bad is just so a done. Um, whether you agree with it or not, it, it just it just is. But um, this film didn't have that. Mike. And, and well, yeah, it did. It pretty much did. Oh, yeah, good, I did. Good. The, the rich bad. I don't know. I, I thought the, the the poor were kind of bad too. Oh, I don't know that they realized oh. the poor were bad. I also don't know that they were poor necessarily. Well, yeah, no, they weren't. They weren't poor. They were probably my level of growing up because I grew up in a town that was, you know, wealthy to poor, and and I was like living in a ranch, you know, with uh, one bathroom, and and um, the I lived in and, right, and then the houses, you know, the, some of the par- high school parties, and my friends lived in like like you know uh, four thousand square foot homes and. and you know, we're, we're filthy rich. So uh, I felt like Eden's character here. Um, but, but. Uh, I mean, if I'm not mistaken, they're all going to a private high school together, correct? I don't know. Were they? Was that a private high school? I don't know. She wasn't in a uniform, was she? I, I don't they know. They didn't talk there, about sure. it, I don't think. But Yeah, she was in like a cute. At the beginning, yeah. Yeah, like a cute. I don't know if that was a uniform, though. I thought that was either just her dressed that way or she was coming from, like, like cheerleading or... I, uh, so or, are, are you really going to tell me that that senator did send his son to a public school? No, uh, it was a congressman. Well, you know, that, that's a fair point. But there's a lot of towns where I grew up, like like the town of uh, Concord, Massachusetts, where the Concord battle of Lexington, Concord went. And that's a filthy rich town. And people would just send their kids to that high school because that was oh, high school. High school. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll say yeah. my 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 cousin uh, is we'll just say fairly well off, um, and uh, and they they sent their kids to the public school, but they could send their kids to the public school because where they lived, you know, was in some uh, you know high class neighborhood in Connecticut where everybody that lives in the area is well off. And so they're all, um, 
all the tax money pays for it like it's a fried at school. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what was going on. But, right. but that doesn't, but Did that we get doesn't a location mean that they, No. Well, it was filmed in Georgia, but I, I didn't check any license plates. So I should have. It, it, yeah. it felt like it was supposed to be northeast-ish to me. It did to me. It didn't feel like it was supposed to be. Yeah. Well, you know what gives that that uh, feel is old money. And old money, yeah. when you, yeah. if it's old, anytime you have old money, it gets that northeast feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the feel you kind of get with the uh, with, with the family. And since they don't, like, talk in an obvious southern drawl or, right. uh, you know, or have a, a plantation. So you, right, you get right. That, yeah. Well, and even... It, it like you know another another like like Concord Carlisle that's the school for Concord and then there's another one uh, like in Last of Us there's a there's a town, the town of Lexington I mean not Lexington uh, Lincoln that's in that show and movie and video game and they have Lincoln Sudbury High School and that's another like filthy rich thing and they would uh, a lot of middle class or lower class folk could go to those schools through. You know the, the the Massachusetts Boston busing program they had. So never mind if you just rented a a room. And, I didn't mean to something. be a realist here. No, no, but, <laughs> but no, and that's a, a fair point because I think this is what this movie is really about more than the violence and the crime. It's about yeah. poor right. or, or middle class people versus Brahim or or just wealthy people. You know, because some of it's old money, but. You know, you, well, you can have people that aren't old money that are as bad as the people that we see in this film, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, because there's poor people that can be absolute shit burgers, too. Oh, yeah. they, yep. oh, oh, big time, dude. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, really, when it comes down to it, people suck. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, so and I, that's I, what I find it yeah, frustrating. I mean, you can certainly sit, talk about, I think there are ways that maybe they could have done it that was, and still told more or less the same story that still offered a little bit more shading to it. Um, and they kind of start getting there until they decide to kick it out. Well, you got to look at this, though, Mike. All right, she may be Eden, maybe a little dinkish because she's trying to use the congressman's son to get a letter of recommendation. Well, All right, but but that is just her trying to get a letter of recommendation. It's uh, social manipulation, not murder. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, oh, right. no, I'm not saying right. that she's oh, that, that she's a, a you know, a, a, they're all equally evil. I mean, there's definitely clearly uh, a hierarchy degrees. of degrees. degrees. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, you know, you're talking about a teenager. My point is there, there's a scene at the end where the characters kind of have a choice um, and they could have gone one way and talking let me say about the corruption of of wealth and the corruption of money um, but they kind of opted not to do that, and they just went you know and 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 for mm-hmm. that, I think is where I find that they they for lack of a better term chickened out a little bit well, I'll say this about Eden she's the only one out of every character in the movie, including her father and her friend Zara. she's the only one that refused everything from the wealthy people and wanted to have the the crime reported to the police because that's the right thing mm-hmm. to do. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'll give her that, even if if her only crime was trying to get a recommendation letter from people and you and you know hit on the boy to make him think that's that she liked him. 
if that was, you know, use her sexual charm to try to, to get By the end of the movie, she's a murderer. She lets, she lets that go, and yeah, that, that I think makes her well probably the one of the few better people in the movie. Now, now I, I, I makes her good, but does that make it a good story? I would uh, well, say that. Well, I, I thought it was good until the parents came home. And then that's where, like you said, yeah, it was getting a little heavy-handed. But I did like the twist of Zara and the father-in-law, the father, where the father, you know, could so get well. out of par- poverty. And how Zara, and I did like also how Zara said, you had not see the whole video. How do you know if it's if, if it's what you think it is? And that's a fair right. point, too. So, well, I think the reason it really is because... Yeah, and see, this is one of the things you didn't see the whole video, so you don't know what's there. And she had a good point. And let's remember that she's well, <laughs> she got uh, I don't know if she was roofied or something, but uh, but uh, screw up boy um, put something in her drink. Uh, and, and again, one of the most telegraphed uh, scenes I've seen this year. Um, but uh, regardless, she woke up in the middle of this, and she had no idea what was seen right, and, and what her, what uh, Eden had saw. So, it, right. so it makes sense that she's like kind of, well, you know, I think maybe, uh, you know, maybe just give them their fucking phone back. Why are you stealing their phone? I, I think she's, time, and I think she's also the, more aware of the power dynamics too. Uh, perhaps. But while we're on the topic, say, Eden totally yeah. fucked herself. Because <laughs> yeah. there's, there's a way she could have gotten out of that house real easy. I mean, it's easy to say, uh, I know she's in a horror movie. She doesn't know she's in a horror movie. But, like, really, if she'd just been like, uh, you know, my friend's really not feeling well. I need to get her home. And they're like, well, where's where's his phone? I don't know. I didn't see it. Uh, You know, drag her friend out of the house and look at it later. There's a reason why she was only on the waiting list to get to this. (laughs) (laughs) That's a fair point. That's a fair point. Oh. Yeah. I but, mean, she was already able to use the the car, so she could have said, "Hey, could I just drive my friend home with your car, like I did the the other girl home, and then I'll just come back." And then instead of coming back, she could have just went to the police, mm-hmm. you know. But but you were going to say something, Barrett? No, no, keep going. Oh, I thought it was you. Right. But but um, she. Yeah, she doesn't know she's in in a horror film, so that's a fair point. Um, but also. Um, she had a good point too. Even though Zara was was right, you haven't you don't you don't know what's on the phone because the phone died. They, they had to recharge it, and she had to find a charger to see the rest of the video. But her point was, but I'm not going to give the phone back because there's a good enough chance that what I saw was going to lead to a crime, meaning the disappearance of this girl, girl that's been gone for now a couple of weeks. Or at least a week, anyway. And the second thing is, is no one's going to believe us over a, uh, the son of a congressman and the congressman and the congressman's mm-hmm. wife. So the best thing is to get the phone to the police, whether or not we see the entire video or not. But there's enough on it to make us say maybe someone should see it. Well, and once the well, parents get involved, I mean, they, they drug the drink before they even 
finished making the deal, so they definitely weren't going to let them live after that. But there might have been a point when the other ones would have let her go, but would they have? I don't know. I still wouldn't have trusted them. <laughs> I think the dad was willing to let them go. The mom was not. Right. She's the one that drugged the drinks, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. And the mother, mother, you could tell, was, was kind of an evil person because of how she said, I, I used to be just like you, you know, middle class or whatever, so mm-hmm. I know how it works. In other words, she was a gold digger type and, and wanted to become an elite, and, and she did, and she was never going to let that uh, lost be lost. Plus, plus and, the haircut. haircut gave it away. <laughs> and by yeah. the way, Gooch proved he's a fuck-up because who keeps that video on their phone? I know. First of all, first of all, who's done filming after it becomes a murder? Second, yeah. all, who doesn't delete the video? Right. Yeah. He still he still films it as they're tossing the, the wrapped up body over the bridge. It's like right. So this is yeah. this is where I'm having a problem with a lot of the credibility in the film. And yeah, you know, it's like okay, so he filmed them throwing the body overboard. It's like, uh, hold on, let me document the entire crime here, and then it's. Oh, I don't have a passcode because I couldn't can't remember one. <laughs> I, I don't even know that that's a possibility on a phone. I mean, and if somebody's so dumb that they just can't remember one 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 one. I'm not saying that's a good passcode, but <laughs> it's certainly better than none. Right, right. Keep it totally and so, open. So I didn't even find it credible that he didn't have a passcode. And then you know, the uh, Eden uh, just fucking. Send yourself the the video, or send it to your dad, or send it to CBS yeah. News, just because it's there. And it's also I point out on the servers because it's not just probably in all likelihood because he's an idiot. It's not just on the phone. All these things are backed up backed anyway. Up to the cloud, yep. They're all backed up to the yeah. cloud. But but at least that I'm willing to say. You know what? She's a, she's a dumb teenager. and may have absolutely no clue how the magic box in her hands works. So. The fact right. that it's on the server, I'm I'm willing to at least give her a, a something of a pass on. Uh, is again uh, a waiting list, right? Um, she didn't seem that dumb, actually, and it sounded like yeah, it was a I hard know. school to get into. So I right. Don't, yeah, I, I don't, I, well, no. What what her what her prop fault was is a typical horror film um, character's fault, which is she sits down to sit there and watch it instead of yeah. I watch like three immediately. Seconds. Yeah, I need the moment she sees the girl in the video, and and that it's date stamp. You just got the phone off and just get the hell out of there. But yeah. I do have to give the film some credit to, because a lot of us are saying, "Why isn't she just doing that?" Like I just said, it's because her friend is passed out, and how does she get her friend out with her? Starting and, level upload takes less than thirty seconds. Yeah, well, that's true too. She she could have done that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But and uh, and also to be honest, she could have left her friend there and, and just gone to the cops because would it, was it her friend in danger? Well, she could have got raped. But I mean, was her friend? Was this is for a murder? I mean, you know, trade off a little molestation versus a murder. I don't know. Which is well, what they did to the other girl, who knows what they would have done to her? You know, I mean, right. Well, yeah. She, well, she could have got uh, left. And immediately just driven home because, again, she didn't live that far away. Well, oh, no, right. that's right. She didn't have a car. She had to wait for her father. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, so this film really locks in a lot of questions and answers it for us because, yeah, she couldn't. So she would have had to somehow get out of there and get to the cops or to her family's house. 
So yeah, 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 she couldn't because she she didn't have her cell phone because no one was allowed to bring their phone in because it's the congressman's. So Mike nailed it on the head though. If she just sent it to herself. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. She her father says, "Leave the phone there on the bed. Say my friend's not doing well. We got to go." But a girl who on the way out and came in and accused everybody of knowing what happened yeah. to her missing sister that had yeah. not yet been mentioned in the movie, and right. would, and you know, it's just. And they could have done a couple other things too. She once she she could have texted it to herself, and then you can delete the text on his end without him knowing. But it's already sent to you. Uh, same with email. So yeah, you're, there's a lot email of email. Like who's even going to look in their send folder, and, right? And by the way, right, I, I, exactly. We, we overlook something else. They all they they seem to know what's on the phone. Yeah, they nobody all said nobody yeah, said delete it. Yeah, yeah, it's like, do right. we want to watch ourselves? Uh, we recorded it. It's yeah. now there permanently on the phone. We must guard this phone, and no must let nobody look at it. Right. And because we may be, it's like some, but but again, know, we're talking stupid it? kids too, right? But, it. but most well, the stupid criminals are the ones that get caught, the ones that keep the video. Right. And there right. are stupid criminals that do that. Yeah, I know. I just, uh, I, I, it's, oh, God. So there, all there, the time when I'm watching those true crimes. Well, I'm just saying that the, the amount of, 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 it's, there's a lot that happened in this that to me just stretched the plausibility in order to get us into this scenario. And I, I wish there was a way that they, and I, I haven't given it enough thought. Um, well, that's in this situation okay. without it having this bad of a MacGuffin. Well, you know, a lot, a lot of films like that, though, because, you know, like people say about Blair Witch, why are they continuously recording the entire thing, even when they're just walking in the woods and yelling at each other and on and on and on. So I, I see your point, but we've seen these type of things in so many films. It's like, why are they still recording? No one would be recording while they're running, you know, and all these other things. So that I guess, you know, you just have to deal with it, but. You're right. If this was real world, just like if Blair Witch was real world, there wouldn't have been all those recordings. Here, yeah, they would have deleted it. Uh, they would have not been filming as they're throwing the body over. They, yeah, so there would have been a lot of stuff that... Usually in something like Blair Witch, digging up the marrow, um, it's uh, taking of Deborah Logan, uh, they have a reason to keep filming. Right? They're trying to film... A project. These are they're not usually all right. Let's go commit a crime and film every moment of that crime for so we can look at it, get back at it in fifty years and laugh. Well, and the and girl in Blair Witch is very adamant about filming too, right? Or character wants. Well, and to be fair, there are morons out there that film their own crimes. Yes. Oh yeah, like I, I said, yeah. <laughs> it has happened more than once. It happens a lot more than it should. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I also don't think this was one thing, right? And I like I get that they were filming themselves bullying her. They weren't. Ex I mean, they they were not expecting what happened to happen. Uh, and certainly, we see that 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 you know, bullies are dinks uh, at best. Uh, to use Phil's word, um, massive fucking assholes is another. Um, but uh, they weren't. Ex they, they weren't intending. Uh, yeah, they didn't pick her up with the intention of killing her. Right. So uh, we can say. What, 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 what do I say? I don't even. Yeah. But what do I say? What do I say? Something yeah, you say that you say what Eric says. Oh yeah, right. So anyway, continue your thing. I, I just needed that clarified. That's all. Yep. 
Yeah. So, um, but they suck more than, than most, right? There's 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 C level suckers and, and A plus level suckers. Um, is it so? I mean, do we actually outlay lay out the crime? Right? No, no, we girl, haven't. That, that a girl has gone missing, and we only know that because some girl shows up uninvited to the party, accuses everyone no, of knowing. We, we, no, that's not true. We already knew that because they, they talked about it at the beginning in the classroom. It was a news story. Oh, yeah. okay, right. They had a police officer so, that, that came into the classroom to talk about it. But anyway, oh, continue. that's right. So yeah. they come in, and but the girl just showed up at the party and said, you know what happened to my sister. And they went, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we all know they know what happened to her sister. I don't think that was necessary, but that's fine. And then the, the girl looks on the video, and the video is there of them picking up the girl, teasing her, like that's sort of tending to be their friend, but, but really actually – bullying her and torturing her and teasing her and and then they like get to the point where she's walking home so they're following with the car and then somehow they end up running her over but basically what happens when you off the bridge to fill it up is, is yes, they're picking on her or whatever, but they're, they're pretending they're being friends with her, but then they pick on her, and then friends pick on her. Continue, you know, so they're playing with her, and I put quotes around playing because she doesn't feel that it's it's appropriate no, or not, playing. playing but, but for them, they're getting they're getting humor out of it, and so finally, she just has enough of it and says, "You know what? I'm just going home," and there and she won't get in the car, and so the so uh, Barrett gets pissed. That she won't get in the car, and so he decides to to uh, either intentionally run her down or pretend he's going to run her down, and then he mistakenly runs her over. So either way, he's at fault, and and is at least manslaughter, if not worse. So then they cover up the crime and they throw her body over the bridge. The three of them: uh, Zara, not Zara, um, uh, Kendra, uh, Barrett, and Gooch. And that's the crime. And I have no idea why the sister was there, there because there, there was nothing in the film that showed that anybody knew what happened or that any of these kids, Barrett, Gooch, or Kendra, were in the vicinity or even talking to her ever. So, well, right. that, that, yeah, it could be theorized they're, they're persistent bullies. Yeah, okay. It seemed a little odd. Though. No, I get what you're saying, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There should have been something that made them th- made her think it, and they should have showed it. But it appeared that she was a little drunk too, right? Because well, or, or they, Mike has a point that it wasn't really necessary to have her show up at the party. Yeah, that's true. I, I would concur. Uh, probably just to remind us about the crime, I guess, um, because that's where the film immediately went to, which was the the, the crime on on the phone, like within five minutes after that. Um. But yeah, that that was the crime. That was the crime. And so what happens is we get to see the first few minutes of the video where they're they're harassing the girl, pretending they're friends and picking on her friends, picking on her friends, picking on her, so on. And they see, and then she starts walking away, and then the phone begins is about to die. So she um, tries to find a, a charger, and then there's a door banging, and she's. Because the kid's back, Gooch, to get his phone because he mistakenly left it in the in the room, and so she doesn't get to see the rest of the video. The rest of the video we see later, um, and so that's the thing: is 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 there a crime? Is it a sexual assault where she was raped and murdered? Is it, it a red herring and they don't have any involvement in it, or is it like I said, which is? The, the video was inconsequential to the crime at all, 
and there was something else on the phone that they were trying to hide. And unfortunately, they went with the most obvious, which is uh, a bully is just beating up and killing a girl, basically. Um, thank God it wasn't a rape and murder, though. But my point is, is that the most obvious is what, what it turned out to be. Yeah. And I think that's what, what you were saying, Eric, and, and you like that was, uh, you know, it was, it was um, you could see it a mile away. Is it derivative, Eric? I think Eric disappeared on us. Oh, is he passing your kidney stone again? <laughs> oh, he's on mute. I see that. Yeah, sorry about that. I muted myself while I was sneezing. Uh, <laughs> yes, Barrett. Yes, it is terrific. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, you got a good laugh out of me on that one. You just didn't hear it. <laughs> right, right. But it, whether it was going to be a sexual assault and murder or what it actually was, it was pretty obvious at that point that they were probably guilty of it. And so... They tried to trick us by having Zara, you know, say, how do you know? You didn't see the rest of the video. And then I'm thinking, oh, maybe it's, that was a red herring. But, again, they, they still go right to the end, which is everything that you would originally think is what exactly what happened. Yeah, it's funny because I never thought red herring in this movie. It just all seemed obvious to me. Right. I hoped, I well, hoped you know, herring. I you, hope you know that something happened, like that was an accident, and they were just uh, because yeah. they were dumb kids, they were afraid that you know they would be blamed for the accident, or they would be, right. and, and 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 in which case that maybe the tables would end up being turned. That the guy that feels like they cast just because he looked evil from walking down the street, uh, you know, that he really turned out to be just, you know, just kind of a, a little bit of a dick and not, you know, uh. Yeah, that that is, that is Ted Raimi face was just a Ted Raimi face, and he was actually not a a jerk, not a Ted Raimi, uh, a Ted, yeah, the, 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 yeah, Ted Raimi, yeah, the one that Eric always it's says punchable. that punchable face, yeah, yeah, because he had a punchable face, and I was he hoping did. that he did, yeah, but that's the thing, Mike, you're absolutely right. I I was oh, not a punchable think, name, and Barrett, Barrett, I think Barrett, I was actually hoping that it was a red herring because. I didn't want them to go to the derivative route yeah, where they exactly. Exactly where they went. You know, so I, maybe that's why I was saying, oh, maybe maybe it was this. Maybe they were homosexual lovers and they didn't want anybody to see it. Maybe it was like what Mike said where it was an accident and, and they, they just covered it up. Or maybe it was, you know, something else. And no, it was nothing, nothing. It was exactly what we thought it was. It was unfortunate. Um, so, so, yeah, yeah, so, anyway. But but it was still a good cat and most thing I felt going on there for a while. And I was still sitting there on the edge of my seat up to the point really? the parents came home. Yeah, yeah, I was I was really into this mm-hmm. film big. I, I liked it a whole lot. I mean, I, again, I was the one that liked Bodies, Bodies, Bodies a whole lot, too. But I liked Bodies, Bodies, Bodies a lot, too. But uh, I, Bodies, 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 I just thought it was, was more fun. I think it was, thought it was better written um and i and i was supposed to not like any of the characters so i could enjoy their suffering um well, here, just, here oh go on continue my apologies well i just um there were little things like you know when he said hey do you see that hatchet on the wall that was given when my, my when my uh, ancestors came over on the on the ships by a native american he gave it to my uncle Chekhov. i was like okay yeah. you know yeah yeah sure and, uh, 
<laughs> well, well, you know, though, uh, I think the reason I like this film a whole lot, too, is that it went real dark. It was like, no, this is so, – so I was expecting a horror comedy, and then when it turned into a non-supernatural murder film, I was like, okay, this is, this is a good film. This That's is not – really it didn't feel dark, dark to me. six o'clock news. Yeah, I know, like Law and Order. <laughs> well, I felt it was dark because we have this young woman – who's stuck, who you know damn well, even if she gave the phone back to them, she was in trouble. Uh, and she has this friend that she doesn't want to leave behind, but the friend is incapacitated because of uh, too much alcoholic beverages or her uh, date drug or, or a combination of both. And and so she's really stuck big time. Um Especially once you make a mistake, you can't take it back. And her mistake was they figured out, you know, that she said she found the phone. And the moment she said that, they knew, okay, that's not good. So she's stuck. And so I was really into her um, her scenario of, of trying to get out of this situation and also bring justice to the girl that was missing. When it turned into what it turned into, even though that was still good, it was more, I guess, I don't want to say fable-ish, but it was more like, okay, okay, it's, it's, it's they're going that route, which is poor and rich and, and all people are bad because you can buy them off, even if they aren't wealthy, and all this other stuff. And, and, and of course, the, the thrill of her trying to survive ends at that point, too, until it doesn't end, right? Because then it goes back to where she does try to survive again. Well, um, I just don't find siege narratives very appealing, personally. And that's okay. one of the reasons, honestly, I avoided uh, Night of the Living Dead for so long before I finally watched it. Is because all the clips I saw of the movie were like these people inside these house and zombies banging on the boarded up windows. And I was like, that's not fucking interesting. I don't care. Um, and it turns out that there was a whole other dynamic going on um, with the people inside the house. And I didn't think the dynamic going on with the people inside this house was very interesting. Sure, sure. Yeah, well, right, right. Because right, at, right once, once she finds the phone... There's already immediately at that moment. There's two sides. It's not like Night of the Living Dead where you kind of know those people dinks, but they haven't. They're still on your side, even though they're kind of a dink. Here, the moment you know they're dinks. I mean, like criminally dinks. You got two sides, and so you know you're on. It's it's the dynamic. I think the word you're looking for is murderers. Right, right. So, well, again, no, we're not 100% sure yet, right? Because we you don't get to see the whole video. You were 100% sure. Right, right. Well, because I, I – because, right, because <laughs> I was, I, that, was 100% that point, sure. I was hoping yeah, they weren't going that way, though. Yeah, it's, but it's, it's too it's, obvious. Well, yeah, but eventually, it, like, they were, they were just way – they were, like, just way too ready. Like, you know, after about 10 minutes of this, at, at most – that if she said, okay, here, here's the phone, they, they were not going to say, all right, thank you very much, you may leave. Right. That wasn't going to happen. So yeah. once once I got to that point, I, I I knew that it wasn't just, you know, and then they let her go home. Um, Everybody lived happily ever after. Right. 
Yeah, any hope I had, it wasn't, didn't last long, any hope I had that they, uh, they were going to do something more interesting than that. Um, yeah, and again, what I fundamentally what it say, I don't think it said anything great. And, that, and again, it doesn't have to necessarily say anything great. I don't know that Friday the Thirteenth ever said anything great, but you could still enjoy enjoy that. Um, you know, I, I, the original Halloween I don't think said anything great, but I love that film. Um, I think Night of the Living Dead said, you know, might have said something great, but it did it by accident because they didn't know that Martin Luther King was going to get shot right before the film was released. Uh, it's, um, it just, it was like sometimes it was entertaining and, and sometimes it wasn't. Uh, there was, there were, there were things that just made me go, oh, come on. I like a good example was when she's, she like climbs down the ladder and, and then like she sees him coming oh, after and then climbs back up. Yeah, that was. And climbs back up the ladder. Well, I mean, it was a long ass ladder. We're not talking about a four foot ladder here. Right, but why did she run down ladder. the street? Why didn't she? Run right, down? exactly. Well, why did she run down the street? And even so, he was so close. He's like, get down, get down. No, the he should. He would have just run in and plowed the fucking ladder over. Right, and she, and she would have fallen, like like his girlfriend did. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um. Yeah. So there, there were just all these little moments that. Uh, you know, I'll think back uh, to certainly what is uh, one of the greatest movies uh, in, in the history of uh, the universe, uh, and that is, of course, Die Hard. Yeah. You, know, you just and you just have that scene where Alan Rickman uh, like recognizes that that John has no shoes on, so he shoots out the glass. Right. Sure. Um, sure. That these movies that always feel like they are a step of they that they are a step ahead of the audience, or at least at the very least they are with the audience. Um, and they aren't making apologies for being stupid. We're saying, well, just just go with it because we need you to go with it so that we can have our movie to happen. And I've certainly excused and, and films for doing that. And sometimes it's um, you know I've, I've, I, it works for me sometimes in movies and sometimes it doesn't. And a lot of it just has to go down with how how just how delicious is the rest of the film. And I didn't find the rest of this film delicious enough that I could just, yeah, you know what? I can forgive that. You know, I just, I can forgive that just so I can get this, so they can tell me this story. Because I just didn't find this, this story that interesting. It is a story we've seen done many times before. It had no place interesting to go with it. I still think if they had just, you know, especially when, because I think they make it clear, like, you know, she loves her father, her father loves her, so once you get the thing of, you know, hey, if you play ball, your father can get that government contract, um, you can get to go to the college that you want, and your dad can get that surgery on his leg, and we can save Tiny Tim, and, and all this good stuff that's going to come out of it, because she can't undo the dead girl, right? Just to show how people can, can rationalize themselves or convince themselves of something, um, I, I thought that that would have been a dark way to go. Not that necessarily dark is better. I just think it. I, I'll just say it would have been an, an interesting way to go. I don't know that I would have liked it, but I would well, give them credit for going there. It would have been fun if they did that and had them still get drugged. <laughs> then it would have made it yeah, really, oh, yeah. really interesting. And and I also would have taken if um if they had killed them all. 
because that was the that was the worst attempt at murder that I think I've seen in a long time. Yeah. Yeah, and that's where I thought they were going to go. I thought they were going to kill them all, and the bad guys would have won. And I, I I thought that's where they were going to go, and that would have been uh, what when I said that would have been dark. This, that, that's what I'm saying. I said this film could have even gone darker, and, and that would have been pretty awesome because it would have been unexpected. But they didn't do that. They they uh, killed the red shirts and. The two people that you would expect would survive if you had to guess were the ones that did survive. Right. So everything turned exactly happened as a generic film would have would have uh, done. So that that was the biggest flaw of the film. I feel is that everybody um, uh, everything was predictable. You know, I even thought at one point that Eden was going to die, too, of her, her wounds. And I would have said, okay, at least that wasn't predictable, but even if it's, it's still somewhat generic, it wasn't as generic as it turned out. But instead, both the... That, that was, the, I think, the problem of that movie, Sick, that we saw earlier this year that was pretty good. Um, that was on, I think, Netflix or Hulu as well. I think it was Hulu. Uh, that one, the people that you figured weren't... It was what was that? Paramount. Okay, yeah. The pe- yeah, one of them. But either way, the people that weren't going to die, if you had to prove, if you had to put money on who was going to survive, the, you knew at the end of that film, the people that survived were the people that survived. If you would bet correctly, here it was the same way, and that, that, I think I felt that was unfortunate for this film as well. Um, you know, that's what was good about the Evil Dead Rise is that the people that you thought could have survived. By the way, the, one of the biggest, maybe the biggest eye roll moment to me in the movie is after they're, they try to kill the girls, uh, and I guess succeed in, in, in killing the father, uh, it, it, she gets out of the car and she takes her fucking wing with, wings with her. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. Was that? yeah. Yeah. I mean, these are, these are clearly like, uh, I think like dollar store wings, right? These are not. No, but you see, Mike, she needed to have the wings so that the dad could say hello, Angel. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And why did the father just give up? Then was he drunk or something? Because he he could have saved himself, but he just let himself die at that point. Well, he I deserved think, it. Yeah, I think that. Dad, no, I, we, right, but he, yeah, but oh, he. You're right. I think, dad, he was, I think the dad knew he deserved. Right. He had the Macbeth thing, right, where the, the or was it Othello, where the, the, the wife was the evil one and he was just the tool for the uh, wife. Uh, Macbeth. And, yeah, uh, Macbeth. He was, he, was, he was more than, but, yeah, but that's, that's, that's. But you, you, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah and he's, still, he's still a politician, he's still corrupt and whatever, but I don't believe he was the one. It was, it was, put it this way, the, even Barrett said it was my mom that refused to have me report the crime because I wanted to report the crime. And his mom said no. So the father is guilty for knowing the crime happened and covering it up. But it, but the, the father, yeah, he knew he knew he was he he fucked up, and so I think that's why he just said, you know what, just kill me. Similar to Stannis, just kill me. Do it, do it. Um. Aha! So you admit that Stannis is oh. dead. Yes, they did. <laughs> uh, also, also, Mike. Four another, years there later, was a, Mike, there, Mike. There was another Chekhov's gun too, which is uh, Chekhov's gun. The the uh, the, the hair dryer. The, the oh, hair dryer. Yeah. Because 
Indeed. You know, they, oh my they, God! Yeah. Oh God! It's like okay, we need to make sure they see the hair dryer is there, so we set up. I the know. Yeah. So let's paint it metallic red, and have it there the entire time, awkwardly placed, right on the edge of the bathtub. Well, it was that way because she placed it sit there. Remember? Yeah. So, 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 so how did the electricity get turned back on? I don't That's know. That's what I was that, wondering. It was I, not I, on, was it? No, no. That, well, that was a brilliant move because they're threatening to kill Goosh by throwing the the thing in the bathtub. In the, right. All right, and that was awesome. But then it was a brilliant act in the script. Was the Barrett goes and shuts shuts off the power of the house, and that was awesome. So she puts the the hair dryer in that awkward spot right next to the thing. So that's fair that it was there when yeah. she fights the mother. But uh, it's just hours but, later at that point, right? I mean, yeah, but, but no one no one cares about the. Uh, was it hours later? Maybe I don't. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they had to get rid of them and do all. Yeah, that stuff. all right, all right. That's fair. That'd be yeah. at least a couple hours gathering them yeah. all up. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was, I, it I was guess the next maybe morning. the maid didn't come in yet. But. Yeah, you're right. It was the next morning. Yeah, you're right because they they killed them the night before, and uh, it's already the day after. Yeah, so that's fair. All right. Um, but yeah, well, I mean, did, yeah, you're right. It's set up, but it yeah. Just, so, it's, so that's the that's yeah. But how did the power get turned on earlier, right? Yeah, because they were in the house. Everybody's there, and then the power just turns on. I don't know, but yeah. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe there is some problems, but not as bad as we thought at that moment. Mm. But either way, it was a checkoff. There's no doubt because we saw it earlier, and then sure enough, it's eventually used. I mean, when they were fighting in the in the uh, bath. I kind of guess that's what was going to happen. Also, Anne Hesh stabbing her where well, she did, that was the, what, what's that artery in your, in your thigh? That, I thought uh, she was dead for sure. Something, I thought she was femoral. Femoral? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because that, yeah, that no, was... I had, yeah. I had a student a number of years ago who, who I want to be clear, was a complete dumbass, uh, and he shot himself in the in the thigh. He, he like just missed his femoral artery, so it's not like you're, 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 you could have killed himself, but he didn't. Um... So it's not like it's guaranteed to kill you. Uh, I'm willing to say that. No, but people in movies are so fucking dumb when it comes to getting stabbed because they always just, like, yank whatever it is out, and they're like, oh, no, I'm bleeding. It's like, what did you think was going to (laughs) happen? They wait until the hospital usually to pull that stuff out. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because they both do it in this film. Uh, both Kendra yep, sure and, do. and uh, Eden. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it makes no sense. Leave it in there until you get to the hospital, where they have plenty of gauze and tourniquets. And blood to transfuse. And blood, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that's strange. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, there's a couple of flaws in the film, but but were they enough to destroy the film? I don't know. I I think, like I said, the change of when the parents come home, the the tone of the film changes a bit, and then the tone changes a bit again when she survives the the the, the death uh, from from you know being dumped in the in the car into the river or lake or whatever it was. But 
Yeah, I mean, and, and that's another thing too is that suddenly she becomes a badass, right? And 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 people in real life don't really change like that that easily, I don't think. But you know, that's how All films right. are nowadays. That's how films are nowadays. Is that the scream queen becomes a superhero in a sense? I mean, it's been that way for yeah. a while. Yeah. yeah, that's not a new revelation. Yeah. But I think that was the problem is that they went there, and I was hoping they weren't going to go there because she seemed like uh, a survivor but not a superhero. It sounds like what you really liked about this movie, Phil, was what you thought it was going to be rather than what it was. Well, well, that's the thing. Like I said, the first hour was perfect I, for me. For me, first hour was perfect. It was one oh one minutes in and then that's when the father says what's going on here and it's like and that's when everything changed right there and then the last 36 minutes which includes the credits so if you throw out the credits the next 30 minutes the film wasn't as good however it was still good enough that I liked the film but if it had stayed like the first 101 minutes and I think it's it not a hundred. Awesome. It wasn't hundred and one minutes. Maybe an hour and one minute. Not a hundred and one minutes. You're absolutely right. I'm sorry. Yeah, it wasn't an hour, hour movie. You're right. That's what I meant to say. One hour and one minute. So sixty-one minutes. That that first sixty-one. Shut up. Oh, Siri. Um, the first sixty-one minutes was was pretty awesome, and eventually we. Oh, shut up. Um, no, tell but, her. Tell her what. Tell her what you really think. But. The thing is, is the the point where we see the video, it's exactly what we thought it was going to be, and it was in front of the parents when you knew that there was no way she was going to walk out out of there, even if they did buy her off. Well, and that's it's, the thing. Not, if they would have found something more interesting, him being a congressman, and um, I mean, you just knew what was going to happen. But it feels like they could have found something different, something more interesting. Right, right. Yeah, I, I think I would have liked it if, if the parents, the congressman and his wife, never returned that day. And and we just went through to the point where she either dies, Eden, or she survives and, and gets it to the cops. Or, or like he or, kills his own parents. That would have been cool too. That would have been cool. Or she does go to the cop, and they still bury it on her. Yeah, that could have. That would have been I mean, there, awesome too. there are a lot of ways they could have gone with this that wouldn't have been quite as banal. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I, I think that would have been pretty cool if she got away, or wiped them out and got away, and maybe Zara gets killed on the way, even though that would have made her a red shirt. put her in an asylum or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you're right, 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 right. And she goes to the cops, the cops give it to the FBI, the FBI is it covers it up, she looks like she's crazy, and yeah, and, and then whatever, or, and then she has an accident or something, and, and, and <laughs> you know, I think they could have gone a lot of ways. Especially when they have a Congress person involved, because again, they could have just had some businessman or something like that, and and then there couldn't have been a true cover up in the sense that the government would get involved. But but here they have a, a congressman, and so they could have gone a lot of ways. I, I mean, I almost would have liked it. As I'm thinking, and let's 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 keep in mind here, we've been spitballing here for ooh a little over an hour. Too long. Um, yeah. 
730. It's 906. We didn't weren't we weren't spitballing at this like from right out the gate. So a bit over. So and we're, I think we've come up with more interesting ideas than what they ended up with here. You know, it's a, a script that I'm sure the people who wrote it uh, probably labored over for for months. Uh, but you know, like what if you know just everyone just like just gets escalating horribleness on both sides, only to find out that like you said before. It was all a giant nothing burger. Um, it, it, you're just the two sides are just feeding into each other's uh, own, you know, biases and prejudices, and just escalating. And, and turns out the real girl really did leave. You know, it's like they picked her up, and then they don't know what happened to her. Um, there, there's stuff that could have had that they could have done with this. I think just would have made a more interesting commentary than just rich people's fuck. Right, right, and and poor people generally can be bought. Except they weren't. So even then, you know, it's right. But well, that's true because they Zara and the father were bought, but Eden convinced them no, that's not right. And Eden then they said, convinced okay. them that yes, that was bad. Yeah, because we got to bring it. And so, so you're right. So it show you're right. So they, it didn't show that. They were bought because they weren't, because Eden convinced them otherwise. But if, if Eden wasn't there, they were bought. Well, if Eden's but, not there, it's a completely different fucking movie. Right, right. Or they could have had Eden. Please. He doesn't deserve this much airtime. Or, or Eden could have been bought, too. But they decided not to go there, either. They, they decided to have her stick with her, her morals, which uh, is good. But that, that I think is against what they were trying to say in the film, right? They were trying to say that people kind of suck. And then they were trying to show that, well, maybe they don't, because she's she's has hope and then um, and whatnot. But then, the, yeah. I don't know, Eric. I think the film was really good. So I, I know you do. You're wrong. Um, all right, so uh, anything else that anybody wanted to bring up? All right, I guess that's it. Um, all right, so uh, that's our review and our critique and dissection of the film. Uh, so I guess we can get into our final thoughts on that soon, but we still have a, a good good uh, time to uh, talk about what we've been watching and things of that nature. So uh, let's do that. Uh, Eric, what do you got? What have you been watching? Um, I've been watching... Uh, well, there's a movie I don't want to mention that we're going to review next week. Um, but then there's another movie. I put it on my watch list at the at the end of last year. It was one of the titles I was hoping to catch up with before we did our end of year list. I didn't get to it in time. Um, but recently I listened to uh, the folks over at uh, Horror Movie Weekly discuss um, this movie called The Harbinger, a 2022 film. Uh, so I decided to go, and there are actually several movies uh, with that title. Um, this one is directed by Andy Mitten, so you can dull it apart. Uh, and I found their conversation about it intriguing enough that I went and checked it out, and I actually enjoyed it, uh, enjoying it quite a bit. So I'd recommend The Harbinger. So no, I think about little, little kids in it, right? Mm, no. Right, well, the po- well, the poster shows some, some girl in, in like a... I, I think, think you're looking knows. at the wrong movie. This movie uh, poster has uh, a plague mask. This is, but Andy Mitten is the director, right? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, so maybe maybe they just just sent the wrong trio with with like you said, there's there's dozens of films with the name. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's interesting. It sounds like a, it sounds like a movie, uh, a title that really needs to be said with a, a Boston accent. <laughs> Give it to us, Phil. Uh, Harbinger. This is a kind of, I don't know, not even a full-fledged trigger warning, but just a content advisory. Um, it is sent during the height of the pandemic when everybody was bleaching their groceries and wearing masks. Um, so that's in there if it's I, a little too I, early for you to revisit that. I, I, I did not bleach my groceries. Just, just A lot of people did. Yeah, we we did that. We did that for about three weeks, so twenty one days. We would we would in mail too. We did that with the mail. I think there's more, way well. more danger in in, yeah. in 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 bleaching your groceries. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because Barrett remembers me. I I was like, uh, we're all dead. We're all dead, Barrett. Well, and then, you know what? You know what you shouldn't have done is maybe binge watch for a week. Yeah, the contagion. contagion. <laughs> well, well, no, no. You know what I? You know what? That wasn't what made me think we were dead. What made me think we were dead was I read that the entire we're be dead. Yeah, that uh, entire um, uh, thing from that London University that said, and, and I, I I did the calculation by taking the time. I said, oh my god, one, uh, so it'll be like uh, at least four hundred people in my oh, town. Yeah. There were a lot of predictions made before we had uh, more understanding, um, and they generally tended to go to the two extremes of the spectrum, being we're all going to die or the whole thing's a hoax. So more understanding, everybody was being stupid. Yeah, the well, guy that said that we were all going to die, he actually was fired <laughs> but, uh, uh, the next year. What if, what if we – what if – what if – just saying, what if we're actually all in – an M. Night Shyamalan film, and we really did all die in the pandemic. <laughs> it's the I mean, happening, then. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, that's I'd rather be dead. Or else we'll never realize we're dead. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Uh, no, so The Harbinger would, would be a recommendation if you don't have an addiction to pandemic-themed content. Right, right. Now, Eric, what was the spoiler alert that you just said for what movie? Someone, we're all dead or something? <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, I missed it. I just uh, heard the it. Sixth Sense. Heard of it? Oh, oh, you're saying that one? Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't hear you say Sixth Sense, so, so I was confused. I, I didn't mention to the, the title of the movie because I felt it was so obvious. Yeah, yeah right, 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 right. Especially since Mike had just mentioned M Night. So yeah, the, <laughs> but, I, but I was listening. I was. So I didn't embarrass at the happening, and I'm trying to think how does that have to do with anything except that it was by. Well, Trump. because I was saying if. It, if it was the happening, I'd rather be dead. Right. <laughs> so, so, Eric, so, so Eric, uh, the Harbinger, Harbinger, is that worth uh, as an episode? You I mean, I'd I'd be willing to consider it, and I think somebody else should watch it and see if it's just me or not. All right, sounds good. Uh, yeah, it came out December first, twenty twenty-two. So, uh, eighty-six minutes, ninety-two um, percent approval rating out of twenty-six reviews. If that matters to anybody. Um, all right, anything else, Eric? Uh, no, other than that, I've just been watching. Uh, uh, since it's now officially spooky season, as they like to say, or spooky season, as the kids like to say. Um, I've been watching a bunch of horror movie reactions on YouTube. Um. So that's always fun. This morning I was watching one for Halloween. Um, 
and during the scene when they pull up at the asylum during the storm, the commander, the the reactor made a comment. That thunder was rude. <laughs> For some reason, that made me laugh really, really hard. Um, so yeah, I have fun watching reactions to horror movies. So that's what I'm up to. All right, very well. Anything else, Eric? That's it. All right. Oh, you've been watching a lot of. Uh, the Red Zone and NFL and all that good stuff, too. Yeah, that's not real to this podcast, though. Fair enough. Um, all right. Uh, well, uh, Chubb's, Chubb's injury was – that was pretty bad. <laughs> that was kind of horrific. Yeah. And, and, yeah, yeah, it was pretty bad. So, anyway, uh, uh, for me, um, yeah, I, I, I haven't been watching uh, anything except for One Piece – uh, but you can listen to that on the Bo Hancock and the One Piece podcast that uh, myself, Barrett, Kevin Letts, and Sean Fox do. Um, and then uh, I watched a movie that we're going to talk about next week, uh, about, so I won't mention anything about that until next week. Uh, but I've been playing a lot of video games. Uh, I finished... Um, uh, oh, my God, I just had a, a brain cramp. Uh, what, what's that, that one about the city that's underwater? Atlantic? Bioshock. Bioshock. Uh, Bioshock. Yeah, Bioshock. I was so I just say Biohazard. That's not what uh, it is. Yeah, not, yeah, that's a different thing, right? Yeah, that, you know, the first one? Uh, yeah, I finished the first one, so that was good. Um, and I started the second one a little bit, but uh, I decided to to hold off on that for a little bit uh, since I just finished one, and uh, even though two is looking pretty good. Uh, and I switched over to Cyberpunk 2077 again because uh, the – downloadable content uh, the first piece of it, whatever, or maybe the only piece of it, uh, was just released uh, a week and a half ago, and so I bought that. And so now I'm playing, uh, t playing Cyberpunk 2077 again, and uh, um, so yeah, so doing that. And that, that, that game's awesome. I love that game. That's, that was a great game. Sounded and, like their, their updates have improved it quite a bit. So that's well, you know what's funny is I know a lot of people had a lot of problems when it first came out because it was buggy. I never had any issues with it ever. So I don't know if I was just lucky or – and I bought it the day – you know, I pre-ordered it. So I I don't know what happened, but I never had any problems how, with it. How did, you, how did you play it? Like I played it on the, Xbox. Yeah. I mean, so maybe was the PC version really buggy? I don't know. Supposedly everything was buggy. but Yeah, that's what I heard too. That, everything yeah, was that, was, that was the news anyway. Yeah, but but any issues now? Though again, I never had any issues. Any issues now are gone. So so everybody should be fine at this point. Um, so yeah, I'm playing that and the, the, the download the, the, contact. Yeah, the problem with that is from a marketing point of view, I, I, and I've not played the game, so I, I cannot speak to that. But it's you you get a window where people are excited for the game, and and they've moved on. And and so they they blew it. Uh, they, they just they 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 turned off customers. It's unfortunate. I'm, like I said, it's unfortunate that they released a product that apparently wasn't ready, and that they pretty much probably lost their chance to bring people back. With like, no, 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 we fixed it. It's all good. Come back to us now. And I, I don't think I think once once that happens, like it's you can't have a second premiere. Most of the games, like sales, very few games have like long legs, like movies. You know, they they come out and most of their sales are going to be in like that first one month. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. A lot, a lot of time. I mean, that's with everything. You know, I mean, you you can listen. 
Speaking of games that haven't had legs, hey Barrett, you still playing Diablo Four? Well, we'll talk, I'll talk about that when I uh, get my chance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I kind of stopped playing it uh, myself at the moment, but I'll let Barrett go into that. Uh, I don't even know if the season's over yet, but either way, um, yeah. So, so Phantom Liberty is the P, the new piece for Cyberpunk 2077, and you can start it right away, meaning you can have it active the moment you play the game, or you can start the game from the beginning and those story parts will appear after you hit certain parts of the game and I decided to, to start right from the beginning so I haven't got to the new pieces yet uh, because it's been a, a good 10 to, to 14 months since I, I last played uh, the game uh, religiously so it's kind of refreshing again so I decided to just start it right from the beginning again uh, but yeah high recommend it's an absolutely great game um, it's 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 pretty awesome, um, and uh, that's pretty much it. That's and I play, I've been playing a little bit of Silent Hill to the remastered, uh, but again, uh, this week it's mostly been Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, let's go with you, Barrett. What do you got? Um, okay, so I finished. I think the finale for Ahsoka was this week, and I really enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed this show generally. Um, May have wanted more from it than I got, but I, I still enjoyed it. Um, and I'm also watching The Winter King. I'm not quite caught up on that, but I'm really enjoying that. It's a it's based on a book series and about King Arthur. Um, it's pretty pretty well done. Um, very enjoyable. Sunday, I'm going to be going to see uh, the 20th anniversary of uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. Uh, oh, yeah, event. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, awesome. so I'm looking forward to that. Um, as far as Diablo, um, I finished the season and I hit 100th level. Um, it, it was very grindy, um, so I pretty much have stopped playing it now since I finished the season. I'm going to check out the next season. But in the interim, I was looking for something Diablo-like, and I found a game that I've owned for a while. I just have never played it, called Grim Dawn. And it is everything oh, yeah, that, about that. Yeah, Diablo yeah. 4 could have been, but isn't. It is Grim like, Dawn, you say? Yeah, yeah. They, they, they were pushing, pumping that one up for a long time. And they're actually going to be putting out a new expansion, supposedly, soon. Um, it is just a ton of fun. I, I love the game design. Uh, it is it's the by, same, my, like, I suck at first-person shooters. Is it the same third-person control yeah. as Diablo? Yep. Yeah, it's right. Cool. You know what it, it, it was supposed to be? A lot of people that liked, uh, oh, what the hell was that other game? Uh, where it used to be at the video games, and you look straight down, and isometric. It, oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about, but I can't think of the name either. It was dungeons, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, Gauntlet. exactly. Gauntlet, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Gauntlet, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Warriors yeah, so, eats food. And so, so I, I found out about Grim Dawn. I didn't, I didn't buy it, but I found out about it because I was looking for games like Gauntlet because I was trying to find Gauntlet. Uh, for my kids to play, you know, because you can buy old games, mm-hmm. and for some reason it wasn't there. So I said, games like Gauntlet and Grim Dawn popped up, and it looked a little too complicated for my kids, so I didn't buy it. But did you say, I, "Hey Siri, find Grim Dauntlet"? <laughs> no, no, it didn't work. Yeah, if you're looking for something fun, Eric, like Diablo Four, except way better, uh, Grim Dawn is really, really, really fun. I'll check it out. Yeah, now, it's, it's way more dynamic, and yeah, it's I don't. 
the graphics are older. That's the only thing. But uh, can you have uh, uh, female characters and male characters? Oh my god! Yes, and you can play multiplayer in it and everything. Um, Does her ass giggle? I don't make female characters, so I don't know. Can you see down her shirt? Um, I don't know. It might be perverted, but um, let me ask you this, Barrett. Um, Diablo. Season one is that ended yet, or is that you can still play it? October seventeenth, and that's the same time that when the second season starts. Okay, okay. So I better use my uh, my blood money or whatever it's called to to otherwise I just will have it disappear. I guess. So no, I don't think that disappears. That's the PvP stuff. Or are you talking the stuff that you get towards that track or whatever? Yeah, it's that you know the red area where you go and and you have to. Oh, you won't convert. you won't lose that. You shouldn't lose. That. Oh, okay. Because I have like seventy thousand, and I can buy a couple of things with it. But I was I, I haven't yet, and I didn't want to have you know the season end and then you just all the seventy seven thousand. That you that you won't lose. Okay, okay. So that that's that's good then. So I don't have to worry about it then. Um, that's right, it for good. me. All right, very good. Oh, also, I forgot to one other thing that's kind of related to us, uh, the podcast. Uh, so I, I went to see Bill Burr uh, in concert, um, the comedian, uh, who's been in a number of uh, stuff that, that that genre, including Zombievers and Breaking Bad. Uh, so I got to see him in concert. And, and, uh, and yeah. Mandalorian. Yeah, Mandalorian. That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. And, and he was pretty awesome, pretty awesome. Uh, so I recommend if Bill Burr comes around definitely check him out um he's pretty huge around here because he's, he's from this area but he did uh fenway park i think over the summer and he filled that out and i know he was in new york recently and, and he's going to connecticut next i think but uh um i'm sorry i'm at the the snoo arena which stands for southern new hampshire university arena and they just call it the snoo and um the same place where i saw adam sandler Earlier this year, and I'm seeing Seth Meyers uh, next month. And uh, Seth Meyers, he he grew up like Sandler grew up where Snoo Center is, the same town. And Seth Meyers is from the next town over, which is and I'm only two towns away from I'm I'm one town away from where Seth's from, and two towns away from where Adam's from. And so so they they they're going to bring big crowds. Uh, though Seth actually is only going to have a teeny part of the stadium. For some reason, I, I, it's probably because he can't fill it up, I guess. But Sandler and, and Burr, they, they packed, they packed the place. Uh, so yeah, that, that's all I got. Um, so let's go with you, uh, Mike. Yeah, I do think you made a mistake. You said that Bill Burr was at the park. I think you meant to say he was at the park. That's right. That's right. Fenway Park. Fenway Park. Yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, well, so, weirdly enough, I've got to mention this thing on the last podcast. Pam and I went to see a, a, a different comedian, uh, Eddie Izzard, uh, at uh, on. Uh, like, on a show on Broadway, which is weird because it was sort of like a a comedian doing a remix of greatest hits. That makes any sense. Uh, but Eddie is also uh, Eddie is, was a is a trans comedian and was trans way before it was cool. Uh, but has a, a movie coming out at the end of the month, which is an adaptation of Jekyll and Hyde, which I'm curious to see. Um. Uh, but the only thing I've really had a chance to watch that I can think – oh, I actually started watching, but I didn't uh, get a chance to finish. It was Kids vs. Aliens on Shudder, which I was having fun with, and uh, it is not nearly as much of a horror comedy as the, the title would, would imply. Uh, it's not a 
uh, like it's not like a super dark times kind of film. It's uh, oh, that was a great. Film. But it's kind of a uh, I don't know if I would even go like maybe kind of a Goonies kind of thing. It's you know it's it's fun because it's kids, but the the stuff that you know the aliens killing people or abducting people happened. You know that's unfortunate when I had to. Uh, the aliens attacking is kind of where I I I, I had left off and I haven't finished it. Um, it, it was it was played straight and the aliens are played scary. Uh, so I was liking it. I'm, I'm I'll try to finish it this week. Does it take place in, in, in the UK or is it American? It's American. Okay. It's, it's, it's in uh, Spielbergia, uh, you know, some U.S. suburb somewhere. Right. Yeah. Um, and uh, the only other thing I've watched is. Uh, and I also actually I take that back because I did finish Ahsoka, and the problem one of the the problem one of the problem with these streaming series is they never make it clear whether something is a mini series, or is it getting a second season or not. And uh, with with Ahsoka, that was definitely unclear. Like we knew with Andor was getting two seasons, and then that would be it. Uh, Ahsoka does have a second season, so if you're waiting, it's probably going to have a second. If you're wondering, like, are they telling a complete story? The answer is no. No, they're not. So for those people who are waiting for a giant payoff in the last episode, you can probably expect, uh, without spoilers, a bunch of blue balls. Um, But what disappoints me is that they have uh, Ray Stevenson, uh, from Rome and Punisher Warzone and the seventh season of Dexter uh, and the Thor films, he uh, he's playing a dark Jedi on the film, and he's fantastic. I uh, I really really yeah. like his character, and I was kind of hoping they would spoiler warning. I was hoping they would kill him off simply because he passed away recently, and I was hoping he would get a chance to have told that character's complete story. Uh, and they didn't. And there's clearly more to be told with the character, and they're not going to have any choice, I think, at this point, other than to recast, and that's 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 going to be a little disappointing. So uh, the only other thing I've been watching was um, uh, Generation V, which is the spinoff to The I Boys. I forgot about that one. <laughs> and, uh, you know, in fairness, it's basically The Boys in College, uh, it doesn't offer anything new, but it is all you know. Every bit as um, what's the word I'm looking for here, Barrett? Like irreverent, uh, transgressive, irreverent, yeah. transgressive, yeah. perverted. Perverted's um, a good one. Yeah, there's um, esoteric, there's a, esoteric. There's a there's a hand job the likes of which you would never seen before. Uh, yeah, you'll never yeah. see anything like somebody, that. somebody getting kicked in the balls like you've never seen before. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Um, it's, it's definitely loaded with, with commentary as the, the boys has been. Um, and basically, it's the how did so if the boys is about superheroes as celebrities and the satire of Hollywood culture. Generation V is a satire of uh, of college uh, and modern college uh, universities, and it answers the question of you know, how exactly did these superheroes become such superficial assholes? And um, so you have things like you know the, the drafts and, and rankings and, and all the rest. Uh, so it's it's kind of college sportsy, but more um, just college, I think, in general as well. 
there's some great commercials. If you haven't, if you like the boys, for some reason or not aware of it, there is a Voight web channel that shows commercials and news segments, and uh, it's a way to, to provide content in between seasons. And they produced a bunch of commercials and stuff for, uh, or it's called, um, I can't remember the name, but the abbreviation is God You, which is, which is the university where these superheroes go. Uh, and they're funny. Um, and, uh, and definitely take a lot of shots at uh, modern academia. So uh, I, I highly recommend it. I've had fun with it. It's, they just they dropped the first three episodes last week. The fourth one might be dropping tonight because I think it's a Thursday thing. All right. Sounds good. Anything else, Mike? Is that it? Uh, no, I think that's it. Right. There is our, no, our, no, our no, no, no Taylor Swift jokes. Just, just like. right. There is horror going on tonight, though. Uh, the Washington Redskins are getting destroyed, but that's besides. Actually, that team doesn't exist anymore, Phil. Oh my God, you're right. I mean, whatever. Uh, I'm so the Washington Commanders. Yeah, that's it. Washington Commanders. Oh my God, that's so funny. Which I, I will also. Which, which that was not also to be a dink. I, honestly, it's just like second nature. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. I still have trouble with saying the, the Cleveland Guardians. Cleveland Indians. Yeah. And I don't feel bad. Trey Eggman did it live during the broadcast. Oh, he did. Okay. Yeah. He, he was quarterback. He used to play the Redskins twice. Every, yeah, every twice a year, and then the playoffs. How long yeah. before they go up to the Browns? <laughs> I don't think that's gonna. No, happen. I'm sorry. Say, look, I I I like the the aesthetics of of uh, of sports and like oh you know what when some when uniforms and, and team names and uh and since you brought it, I think the commanders and the guardians all sound like the, the names they use on video games when they didn't get the rights to the actual team names. Well, you want you want to hear the funny part, Mike, is that the commanders are going to be changing their team name again. Because oh, the organization is so incompetently run that they never secured the trademark on commanders. Ah! Oh, are you serious? So they have to change it again? Hilarious. That's that, but but why would they still have to change it though? Can't they, I mean commanders? Because they want to make late? money on it. Is it oh, too oh, they the want they want to get the trade. Oh, I see. Oh my god! That's so crazy. somebody else has grabbed the trademark, is my guess. Yeah. Oh, for crying out! Yeah, that is incompetence. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah. But I, I will say that is the that is that is that, that there is a football joke I get. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, uh, let's see, let's see. Uh, um, oh yeah, J.J. Abrams, his daughter, um, is a musician and, and opens up for Taylor Swift. So I saw her in, per, in concert because she oh, opened up. For uh, J- uh, Jamie. Abrams or something? I don't even remember. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> well, you do know that we're going to be forced to do Deadpool 3. because uh, Gracie, Gracie Abrams. That's her name, Gracie Abrams. Uh, Deadpool 3. Oh, why? Is Taylor Swift doing that? Yes. So, right. to recap, what was everybody's opinion on this movie tonight? Oh, yeah, we'll have to do that. Oh, yeah, all right. So uh, let's get into our uh, final thoughts on this film here. But before we do, are you actually do another podcast with your buddy Dan. <laughs> I do. It's a general interest podcast called the Ascansity Podcast. That's spelled A-S-K-A-N-C-I-T-Y. You can find it wherever you get podcasts. And, uh, Mike, what's that other podcast that me, you, and Eric uh, uh, generally do? And we got a, a film coming up that we're going to be doing in uh, November. 
uh, Cinema La Carte, which is uh, a podcast in which we discuss films that are not really dark discussion material, but that at least one of us really likes and would like to talk about. And uh, we take turns, and uh, there's, there's, we were under some legal obligation to do Tom, Tom Cruise movies, and this time it's my turn, and so I picked a Tom Cruise film to do. Uh, it is not a Mission Impossible film. Which, as I always like to point out, uh, just because that was actually what started the whole podcast in the first place, it was making right. a podcast so we could talk about Tom, about Mission Impossible that we've never done. That is true. Uh, and now, Barrett, what's that podcast that we're doing right now with uh, Sean and Kevin about a TV show? Oh, Hancock and the One Piece. We are reviewing the show One Piece on Netflix. Netflix, even though they released everything, we're doing a weekly podcast on each episode. And, uh, Mike, what's that podcast that me and you and Barrett and Amy and, and Kevin Letts uh, and Sean Fox did about superheroes? And, and, and what's that podcast going on that we're doing? Well, Hollywood oh, – no, not Hollywood. Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Reviews, uh, which I think has started out as mostly an indie podcast or an indie film-covering podcast, and then it just turned into a – well, we don't really have any place else to talk about it, so we're going to talk about it here, podcast. And the last thing we did uh, that I was participating in, I'm not sure what you've done, uh, was the uh, reviewing the, the, no, A, the adjective, I don't know, the James Gunn Suicide Squad, whatever the actual freaking proper title is, because they can't fucking... The Suicide Squad. Things the Suicide Squad. Not to be confused with A Suicide Squad, and Suicide Squad, some Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad. Uh, which which is uh, just really one of the best uh, superhero films that's uh, that's been made certainly. So uh, uh, it's it's just a lot of fun. It is also irreverent and violent, uh, not as sexual as uh, as the boys, but it's still good. All right, sounds good. Uh, so let's get into our final thoughts on this film here. Once again, this film is called "You're Killing Me." Uh, 2023 film. So, uh, Vera, what do we got? Uh, I like the film. Like I said, it's not the greatest film ever. Um, I enjoyed watching it, but there you go. All right. Sounds good. Uh, for me, um, yeah, I like this film a whole lot. Uh, this could be a top 10, maybe even top five, uh, for me this year. Um, I, I really enjoyed it, uh, even with its flaws. So a uh, big thumb up for me. Uh, Eric? Um, I didn't care for this movie. Uh, like I said, it's not the worst movie I've seen, but I can't recommend that, it, and I probably won't revisit it. And Eric, did you buy it? No. Oh, oh, you, oh, that's right. You rented it. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, usually, you buy. You just, you just take a chance and buy. Depends it. on the price. Yeah, okay. This one wasn't that bad. This one only cost No, $9. no, but I saw it at a rental for two ninety nine, so I went for it. Ooh, that's a good yeah, see Apple it was five ninety nine to rental today. No, uh, when we started talking about it a couple weeks ago it was two ninety nine on Amazon, so I just uh, rented it and had thirty days to watch it. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh yeah, and I know uh, Mike, you said you bought it for two ninety nine? Uh, on Voodoo it costs as much to rent as it did to buy and yeah. I didn't know that I that I wanted to own it. But if it's costing me zero dollars more, 
Yeah, I mean, that no, makes no, sense. No, we get the idea. So what's your, your opinion, uh, your final thoughts on the film, Mike? Uh, you know, uh, I think one of the, the, the best TV shows ever made is The Wire, and uh, there's a scene in the third season where the character Stringer Bell talks about a 40-degree day, and uh, uh, that's that's kind of how I feel here. Uh, it's an... It's the point being nobody ever talks about a forty degree day. Uh, it's 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 bland. It's it's very mediocre. Uh, it's it does some things that are bad, but I don't think not like horribly bad. And it does some things that are good, but not wonderfully good either. Um, the the best thing it does is give you some really awful awful people uh, that as a villain um, that you want that you you would like to just you know punch in the face repeatedly and you would feel good about it and not in any way be considered a bad person yourself for wanting to inflict violence upon a fellow human being. Uh, but it's, it's, it's really, if this was a, like a, a, if I was grading this like a student's paper, it would be like a C, C minus maybe. Um, you know, it's that sort of uh, literally anything would be more interesting because it would either be so bad it'd be funny or or it would be, like, actually good and worth watching. And this is a, uh, you know, like, literally, if there's nothing else to do, um, I guess you could watch it. I, I don't even know that I could recommend somebody spend the, the two ninety nine on it. But, hey, if it intrigued you, two ninety nine is probably about the right price. I'll say if I spent, like, eight bucks on it, I would be, I would be disappointed. All right, sounds good. Uh, all right, so, uh, once again, uh, this film is... You're Killing Me uh, came out April 7th, 2023, uh, and one of Anne Hesh's last films, uh, possibly her very last film for her passing, uh, released after her uh, post, uh, posthumous, post, whatever the word is, uh, everybody knows what I'm talking about. Uh, Posthumous, yes, thank you. Uh, film stars uh, Kelly Miller, Anne Hesh, Dermot Mulroney, among others. Uh, is it ready available wherever VOD is? And also, as Barrett mentioned, uh, at this time, uh, October 5th, 2023, it is available free if you are a subscriber to Showtime. Uh, so, yeah. Um, and, Mike, I think you are a subscriber to Showtime, too, because if you have, yeah, so you could have got it for free if you knew that, but just a heads up. Oh, right, because uh, it's probably, is there, there was, was it Paramount? Peacock? Yeah, exactly. Paramount, oh, yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I'm at a baseball game. Can't tell your streaming services without a scorecard. <laughs> yeah, so if you have if you, you have the higher priced version of Paramount Plus, you get Showtime with it. And I know Mike has Showtime because you, you've been watching that Yellow Jackets show. Yes. We actually we did. I, I take it back. We did finish that. I know I've mentioned before in the past we did finish the second season of that. Okay, yeah, we'll have you talk about that next week uh, if we have time to uh, what we've been watching here. It'll be interesting to hear your thoughts. So uh, so that's pretty much our, our review and critique and dissection of the film You're Killing Me. And so with all that stated, Eric, why don't you leave us up? All right, thanks for tuning in. Let's talk about You're Killing Me. Come back next week. We'll have another topic. <laughs>